What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I create some drink combinations similar to the three wise men, and Coin will recall a drunken night with one of the greatest stories ever told on the pod. You do not want to miss that. Of course, we'll play some Stumptown, but most importantly, we'll unveil our 32-team bracket in order to crown the best springtime drink of all time. Let's do it. Oh, mmm. I did it again. I spilled beer on my laptop. It happens. Welcome, friends and family, to the Rookie Show Podcast. Mm. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, all the way from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Mr. 503 himself. Correct. The fruit of my coins. Oh, that's good. Elvis coin. Uh, oh, what up, coin? Is everybody ready for a little knoll in their stocking? Uh huh. A what up? A knoll. That sounds sexual. Yeah, it does. And it was uh, it's a little sexual one and definitely more Christmas themed, but I thought of it right before the podcast and I didn't want to forget it by next Christmas. I don't want to save it for another nine months. <laughs> I'm glad you used it. And uh, I think people will uh, get in the Christmas spirit when they think of me entering their stocking so. now, I guess. Christmas is a great time. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, how are you doing, Coin? It's been uh, two weeks getting used to this week layoff between pods. It's nice. It's a good uh, creative break. I mean, I'm definitely more partial to uh, recording uh, every week just because yeah. I've got so many thoughts. It is right. Yes, but uh, you know, we're uh, it's it's nice to take a break after football season. It's a it's a little bit of a slog. It's a drag. Um, getting back into like when sports actually matter, though. I mean, we've got something real big coming up. Real, real big. big coming. Weather's turning. Mm-hmm. It's really, Weather's things are turning. turning around. It's finally getting sunshine in Portland. Uh, things are great here. How about for you, Noel? Uh, things are great. Yeah, I can't complain. It was 60 degrees in Chicago today. Ooh. Couldn't believe it. Beautiful. Um, yeah, like you said, some big sporting events on the horizon. Um, did you get any feedback on our last pod, by chance? Um, All-Stars. The only feedback I got... The All-Stars? The only feedback I got was that... Uh, a couple friends who were like, hey, do I have to wait every other week for this shit now? What the fuck? Mm, I see. That yeah. was the only things I got. Did Tell you get them, any feedback? I did get a little feedback. I'm going to give a quick little okay. shout out to my dog, Steven Schuster, friend of the pod. Mm. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He said that the most apt comparison was The Simpsons. He likes my Simpsons comparison. But oh, pretty good. he took a lot of offense with all the Jokic slander. Um, he is huge Nuggets fan. Jokic is his favorite player. And uh, he wasn't a fan of us always comparing him to the fat, lazy people. Um, I apologize <laughs> well, for him. If the but... shoe fits. I'm sorry. <laughs> if the shoe fits. And did he do anything in the All-Star game? I didn't really pay attention. No. I don't think he did. I mean, so. hard, hard defense. I mean, All-Star game. LeBron looked like he was straight up drunk out there on the court. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He may have been. It was just a yeah. Dame and Steph. Uh, I don't know. I was Vino. watching. I was watching the Meghan Markle uh, interview. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on my own accord, not my girlfriend's. It was. Just, it was me. Good for you. Yeah. How did you feel about it? Were you? Are you Team Meghan or are you Team Crown? Uh, I the part where uh, Harry's mom said that she didn't want the baby to be too dark. That was the part that I was like, hmm, okay, I think I'm going to be Team Megan. Yeah, not great, considering she's dead. 
Uh, but the grandma maybe said it. That's that's possible. <laughs> I apologize. You're right. <laughs> Megan's or Harry's mom's mom. Don't even know Princess Diana is dead. Come on, man. My mom would be ashamed. <laughs> that was weeks ago that she died. I think. <laughs> All right, going. It is time for our new opening segment. Ah, something bold and something brood. Mm-hmm. Of course. And of course, we're going to start with something brood. As we do. What are you drinking? Noel. Bro? I have for you, uh, y- you know what? I liked I liked my beer from Fremont Brewing so much mm. two weeks ago that I got another one. I'm the excited one that, to see uh, it. Our avid listener, Dan- Daniel Sally, actually sent me a picture of the other week. I have the Elysian Full Contact Imperial Hazy IPA. It's a mouthful. You can see Whoa. it's got this pharaoh on the front. He's kind of scary looking. He's pointing right at you. Holding a brain like it's his nads, kind of. <laughs> and it's on the back of this, like, kind of a swirly blue sky looking thing. It's pretty cool. I didn't know what, what you think. You're sure it's a pharaoh? It's definitely a pharaoh? Yeah. Okay. If you look. He's got, like, the Alibaba hat. Yeah, a little little whitewashed pharaoh, maybe. Okay. But uh, definitely definitely a pharaoh. Maybe, like, some kind of religious zealot fanatic. <laughs> Perhaps an overzealot. Yeah, um, possibly. He. I really like the, the colors. The design, another mm-hmm, phenomenal mm-hmm, can mm-hmm, from Elysian. Mm-hmm. They're doing good things over there. Uh, would be a great one to contact to find out. What are you guys doing? Is it beer first or is it can first? Yeah. Or is it name first? I don't know. Can first? Can you imagine? They get an artist to design a can, but not with a name on it. And then the brewer's like, yes, <laughs> I've got it. I know what flavor this is immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, Elysian, what's their, what's their famous one? Um, that's like... A, Space dust. Oh, yeah, or something? this isn't. Yeah, you're right. This isn't Fremont. This is Elysian. I don't. Know yeah, I, I don't Fremont. know why you said that. I was very confused by that. But as I, I said, Elysian. That was weird. Elysian. I think it's called Space uh, Dust. Is like their. Yeah, like yeah, one yeah. That's in a lot dust. of us. Yeah, it's good. Is that the one with the? They have Pyramid too, or is Pyramid Brewing's a different brewery, right? Different, I believe. Yeah. I think okay. Okay. Pyramid yes, you're right. Space in, Dust is the. I want to say Pyramid Seattle. Oh, Jinx. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Coin, I'm drinking the first of my second round of beers that were shipped to me. Um, round two. More, more fun bottles this time. So I'm excited okay. about that. This is the Bent River more Brewing Company. More fun or more fun? Both more of the fun bottles and the bottles are more fun than the other. Okay, okay. This is the Bent River Brewing Company. Bent River, where is that? It is, oh, it's Rock Island, Illinois. So I guess it's not coming from far this time. But uh, it is the Mississippi Blonde, and you've got a mermaid uh-huh. swimming around in what I anticipate is the Mississippi River. She is a blonde mermaid, of course. She is, in fact, blonde. Uh, and you got some nasty, you got some, like, litter in the river there, and, a, like, a catfish swimming around. So it's, yeah. like, it's kind of a juxtaposition of a, a beautiful mermaid to a trashy river. Right. Oddly enough, I just went skiing uh, just above the Mississippi River, so I really have grown fond of this bottle. I didn't see this girl when I was there, though. She wasn't there? No, she wasn't there. If uh, mermaids skied, would they ski or snowboard? Probably snowboard, right? (laughs) How could they ski? Could they ski (laughs) on their hands? Could they handstand ski? Ah, yes, 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 yes. That's right. Um, catfish did, are freaky. I, I don't did, like anything with a catfish. I did just notice there's a Ferris wheel for some reason, like in the distance. Mm, well, isn't that the, maybe Chicago? Isn't there a Ferris wheel in Chicago? There is a Ferris wheel. Like I can see it outside my window. Actually, it's like right next. Does the to Mississippi my... River run through Chicago? No, 
does not. Ah, right, right, right. It runs for, through St. Louis, though. And the Chicago mm. River runs down to the Mississippi, which runs down to St. Louis. So kind of. There you go. And that's a geography lesson. That's geography for you. Uh, it's a good beer. Mississippi Blonde. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um, I give it an A. Is it like light drinking beer? Like, do you feel good drinking it? Uh, yeah, I think this would be a good summer beer. It's got okay. a little, some citrusy in there, but it's not mm. like a, it's a little thicker than a light beer, an actual, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lager or something. But right, 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 right. It's got a good, good nice, sunny flavor. Well, good. I'm glad that those, those packs are working out. Katie did good. She good did. Good job, Katie. Coin, why don't you uh, give me something bold? Uh, sticking with this uh, snowboarding skiing theme you've got here, Noel. Okay. Um, so I went snowboarding a couple weekends ago, actually, for the first time in probably four years, if mm-hmm. I had to guess. Um, and it's another thing that I'm just convinced, had I committed the time and money into snowboarding, I probably could have gone pro in snowboarding. I just, it was back like I never left, felt so comfortable on the mountain, was yes. cruising right down the hill, hitting jumps lips and stuff it was dope people were cheering from the ski lifts were you shredding the pow pow i was shredding that gnar oh, you know sick. what i mean yeah yeah it was uh, so put that right in line with uh baseball bowling soccer and pole vaulting is things i probably could have gone professional in all right well coming from a guy who pole vaulted at 12 foot six uh i'm not, not so very sure good. Uh, <laughs> made it to state so <laughs> okay <laughs> um yeah, you know, I do have the same feeling about, like, I went several years without skiing and jumped right back on, and I was bombing down that bitch right away, so well, it's a nice feeling. Well, easier. Skiing's um, easier to bring those up. Yeah, but it's, like, cooler, though, than Is it, though? It is. It is. Okay. That's your opinion. That's I, just, like, your opinion, man. Yeah. Just <laughs> your opinion, <laughs> um, Okay, so your bold thing is that you could have been pro if you'd, if you'd put the time Probably. into snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. I disagree. Moving okay. on. <laughs> What's your bold, Noel? <laughs> Here's my bold. I, well, I mean, we both kind of decided that your something bold is just an excuse to just say anything at all. There's Correct. no criteria. Absolutely true. So here, yeah. my something bold is not really a bold thing at all. It's just that I'm going to give you two scenarios, and you're going to tell me which of them you'd rather bet on, meaning which okay. you think is more likely to happen. Okay. Option number one. Okay. The total lifetime earnings... Of every single person that listens to this podcast that we're recording right this second. All right. That amount of money surpasses the amount of money that Dak Prescott will make in the next four years. So that's option number one. So for some reference here, um, I'm going to say 50 people listen to this. It might be more, but that's a nice round number. Uh, Dak's making 160 mil. So 160 mil divided by 50 viewers is million per person in their lifetime. I did read on the internet that average Americans make about $3 million in their lifetime. So Mm. it's pretty close, unless you think way more than 50 people are going to make it, or the average income of our listeners is higher than average. I don't know. Up to you. So that's option number one. Mull it over. Option number two. Tiger Woods, post-car crash, shoots a better round of golf from now to the end of his life than Elvis Coyne's best ever round of golf in his entire life. So, like, he will never have a round worse than my best round ever? He will have a round... No, 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 no. He will have a round that's better after having destroyed his legs, like, from now to the end of his life. So, okay, let's say, what's the best round you're ever going to shoot in your life? 
if I ever break 80, I will consider myself like a god golfer. So the, the answer is Tiger Woods will shoot under an 80 at some point in his life from now on. Yes. Like that's it's definitely certain. going to happen. It's definitely yeah, going to happen. That's certain. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, are you sure he's going to play golf again? Are we yes. sure? Do we know the extent I, of his injuries? Tiger Woods could beat me on one leg. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> okay. Well, that was an easy one. So it wasn't yeah, very bold. So I, and I think that uh, we got, you know, we got higher at, higher than average IQ listeners. We got some smart people listening. And IQ, some of them might make right. bank. Here's a good, but here's a good point. Um, so high IQ, such as Ryan Featherston, who, uh, what did he score? Like a 38 he, on he his says ACT? 30, he says, yeah, out of 36 possible. Is also a good. teacher in Montana. So lifetime earnings isn't pretty low. Shouts Ryan I Featherston. I think that a lot of people so listening, Nick, we have people mostly above the 50 range. Okay. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, well, that was... So I guess it was bold of me to say that those two things had a similar odds of happening. Uh, yeah. By bold, yeah. I mean stupid. I really am not <laughs> yeah. sure that Tiger Woods is going to play golf again, but anyway. Ever again? Like, with his son? Just like... Are you talking about, like... Uh, what if he's, like... Like, you're saying in tournament, right? Uh, Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. if he's entering a tournament, he's shooting better than an 80, probably. Yes, exactly. But if, so no, so I'm not saying that. Anyway. Then, yeah, then we're, it's, we're definitely, it's definitely the money thing. <laughs> uh, I have one more bold thing. Okay, uh, not really bold, thing. it's just that um, Portland, obviously a city pretty well known for its food, good food here. Not really a pizza city, per se. I've been pretty critical. Um, there is, we do... When, when stuff was open, we do a lot of, like, food weeks, and a lot of places do special pizzas for, like, two bucks, and you can go in. So we did a pizza crawl two years ago, I think, and tried probably five or six different places. A lot of them were really good, but we went to this one place called Reventi. I've never hated a pizza so much in my fucking life. <laughs> like, I was actually mad. After eating the pizza, I was upset. <laughs> and I said to Joan Lee, I was like, this is the worst pizza I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. I'm very angry about it. Uh, Nikki moves into a new apartment. She is above a different Raventi location. Oh my. Which I did not realize until we were ordering pizza on Friday night. And I was really on the fence about ordering it and said, okay, I'll give it another chance. Could have been that it was a weird pizza week special. So we got this spicy pizza, kind of got jalapenos, mama little peppers. Good. It sounds really good. We get it. It was pretty good. Oh uh, yeah. So I was happily surprised that I wasn't just super angry. I will say, could have been cooked a little longer, probably a little hotter. Mm. But overall, like it was the most pizza I've eaten of a large pizza in probably a year and a half. Oh, so it couldn't have been bad at all. No, no, it was good. I enjoyed myself very much. I didn't see that. That's how that was going to end. I really thought it was going to be equally shitty. So pleasant surprise. Mm. Pleasant surprise. That would have made me really mad if I had ordered a whole large pizza and. Just gotten the worst pizza I've ever had. Yeah, I, I would have enjoyed hearing that story. <laughs> uh, while we're on anecdotes from the past week, I did want to say one more thing that I was going to say under uh, something brewed. I did have some poker night beers a couple of Fridays ago, uh, mm -hmm. which turned into a COVID scare. I thought all of us had COVID, so I had to stay home for oh, like three no. days from work. And I don't know, one of the guys that we were playing poker with um, started getting symptoms two days after we played poker, which is like, exactly when they say you're like 48 hours before symptoms you're most contagious and there was like six of us playing poker from like 8 p.m to 4 a.m 
So uh, I thought, yeah, we're making out stuff. So I thought for sure I had it, but I've gotten tested several times and I'm good to go. No symptoms. Hey, it's been a couple of weeks. I've actually, I've still never been tested. It's not ideal. It's, it's kind of the first time I got one, it wasn't that bad. And then when I just recently went back, I feel like she was digging up there for a while and I was like making Mm -hmm. me tear up a little bit. I'm like, I'm not crying. I swear I'm not crying. (laughs) She didn't believe me. So, okay. That's going to do it for something bold, something brewed. Something bold and something brood. Is that the song? Yeah. What did we say? It was uh, T-Pain was going to sing it, right? Oh. Is T-Pain on Cameo? He's got to be. For like a lot. I... That would be like the most expensive T-Pain's Cameo. Cameo has to be, what, $600 or Oh, at least. What's the most that anyone's is? A grand? Probably a thousand bucks, right? I mean, like, isn't he the best? Like, if you could ask him to sing something for you, that's... Is there anyone better? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, he would just be getting hit up with happy birthday requests all the time. Right. He would be so annoyed by that. Right. I would just want um, him to say what he says on uh, that Lonely Island video where he just goes, cool. cool. And I'll use that video all the time to send to people. Um, Are you looking up cameos? I'm looking up the most expensive celebrities on Come camera. back next week when we rank the coolest cameos mm. on Cameo <laughs> with our own personal lives. <laughs> What'd you find? That's really funny. What? Number one. Mm. Caitlyn Jenner, $2,500. That's so stupid. Oh, excuse me. That, that This is a list from bottom to top. Crystal Leo's is 50K? That can't be right. Who? Crystal Leo, who is super canceled. I don't know. I have no idea who that is. He's a comedian. Oh, Chris D'Elia. I thought you said Krista Leo. No, Chris D'Elia. Who is that? Okay. Billy Zane, 500 bucks. Put a cork in it, Zane. Zane. Snoop, <laughs> 750. That's not bad. Okay. Okay. $50,000 definitely the top. This 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 website just froze my computer. So. Woof. <laughs> what a conundrum. So, uh, to any listeners out there, you know, just uh don't open the people website about top paid cameo celebrities because it's going to completely crash your computer. I had stopped recording, but I think we can still oh, did use, you? I'll use, I can use that clip, and now I'm recording, okay. so we're good. Okay. We did have some te- technical difficulties, folks, but we are back. Yeah, All right. Coin. Yeah. It is time for us to uh, jump to a new segment. How's that sound? Oh, my I'm excited about that. I think that people were worried you were going to jump right into Stumptown. <laughs> no, it is not time for Stumptown just yet. We've still got probably another 90 minutes knowing us. All right, so the other day, why don't, mm-hmm. why don't you tell the listeners how we got here? All right, uh, honestly, these are this is one of those things that just kind of, I wasn't even, I did not hear the song, was not watching anything, I was sitting in front of the TV randomly, mm-hmm. and started thinking about the three wise men drink, okay. you know, when it's your birthday, and uh, wait, wait, somebody's like, oh, what you is gotta the three wise men drink? That's what I'm saying. That's no, I know, what is it? What does that consist of? Do you know? Yeah, it's Johnny Walker, Jack Daniels, Jim Beam. Okay, that's why right? I'm just asking. Yeah, maybe some people. Well, don't I was getting. Know. Oh, I thought I was getting there. I thought you were getting to the song of the other one, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were thinking no, of the Three no, Wise Men getting, song. Yeah. No, shut up. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of the Three Wise Men at first about so it's somebody's birthday and you go to a bar and you you're, to get your buddy you know on his 21st you get him a Three Wise Men it's a Johnny Walker, a Jack Daniels, Jim Beam shot. Some people say you pour them all three together. I always thought it was bang bang bang. 
three in a row, yeah. right? Is that how you did it? I thought it was three in a row. I, I don't like the idea of mixing them. The internet thinks that no. you mix them into one chat, but we're not about that. Right. And so I don't know what happened, but I was just sitting there and I was like, you know, it's better than that is if they had one called the Chumbawamba, you know, from, um, it's not, it's called Tub Thumping is the song. And the, the chorus goes. So if it's a shot of whiskey, shot of vodka, a lager and a cider, you just get a Chumbawamba at a bar. Mm. Like that would be a great package at a bar. What's that? Fifteen bucks? Right. Go for it. I love Sounds it. Delicious. God, it, there's nothing that made me happier than when you texted me that. Anyway, I can get that song wrapped into my life, soundtrack to my life. That's all I want to mm-hmm. say. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to wait. Real quick tangent on the three wise men. Are you aware that it is Jack Daniel and not Jack Daniels? I saw that on another website, but I'm. I thought it was just a typo. It is just Jack Daniel. I mean, the the label said Jack Daniel apostrophe S. So, like, if you're talking about the guy's name, it's Jack Daniel. Like, you, yes, you can oh, take... Oh, that's a good point. That's Jack a good point. Daniel's shot. But the guy's... But it's Jack Daniel's Tennessee Whiskey is correct. what it's called. So, you would just call it I'm just saying Jack the Daniels. guy himself, the three wise men, his name is Jack Daniel. Like, that's, like Chase Yeah, that's Daniel. wild. Okay, so our goal was to create a few more of these drink sequences, drink combinations, shot right. combos. I don't know what Something we call Something that them. you've tried to do in the past. Right. So so I was going to ask you, did I come up with this? I actually can't remember. The birds? Well, I wasn't 21 at the time, so I couldn't go to the bar with Graham. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say I came up with this, and I think I called it the Dirty Birds, although you did write Angry Birds on here, and I think I like that better. It's Dirty Birds. It's Dirty Birds. Dirty Birds. Okay. So that would be you take a shot of Grey Goose. Mm. What do you what do you say? I think it that? was the Angry Birds. Okay. Well, I like Angry Birds better. Uh, okay. Take a shot of Grey Goose. Take a shot of Wild Turkey, and then you take a shot of Old Crow. Um, mm. That's disgusting. That's a horrible Not combination. Oh, Parabay would be good too. I mean, you could really make any case for these. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be the only other one that we've come up with. So we're going to come up with three more here, each. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything else before we dive in? I don't think so. I feel pretty good about what I got. All right, give me your first one. Actually, you know what? Yours are probably better, so let me give you mine. So I'm going to give my second shout-out of the pod to my guy Steven Schuster because uh, he had pitched to me long ago the idea of the three seafaring gentlemen, which I'm sure has been thought of before. There's probably other names for it. Um, he said it had to do with some, one of his like roommates' like projects. He did some blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit. The point is it's Captain Morgan admiral nelson then the question becomes he's he wanted to throw in the kraken there and say it was really just this battle of the seas which i kind of mm-hmm. liked i felt like you could also throw in sailor jerry's in there as well right i wish i had thought of that that yeah, makes more sense any any thoughts on which is better and what the name should be if you're doing three seafaring gentlemen that man makes the most sense right exactly and you would go sailor jerry's right and i think that that's right you could call it the Something about the battle of the seas if you if you threw Kraken mm-hmm. in there. Okay. Like uh You could call it walking the plank, mm. I guess. Why not? I love it. That's what it's yeah. called. Okay. Yeah. We decided. Um that leads perfectly into my next one. Good. Uh my mine is called The Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm, okay. Uh so it is Captain Morgan, Admiral Nelson. And the Kraken, so that's that's where oh, this okay. would tie in. Oh, if you're okay. not going, if yes. you're not going, okay. uh, yeah, if you're not going, the three seafaring gentlemen. But the twist is, if you buy this for your friend, and then if you say 
in Stranger Tides, or on Stranger Tides, which is one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, the bartender will then either spit Coral Bay into your friend's face <laughs> or throw it at his feet so that he's standing on Coral Bay after taking the shots. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize your your twists were gonna be this good. I, d- I didn't know they were gonna be this good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously I love it. Anyway, you can get Coral Bay wrapped in Coral Bay. For those that you that don't know, it's a uh, a white rum. Actually, they do have spiced Coral Bay too. They do have spiced Coral Bay. It's, it's real. It's total trash. It's so bad. But yeah, we drank a lot bad. of it it's on fine. Flathead Lake. Um, okay, so there you go. The pirates. The official of the, the Coral Bay. The official drink of the Nolasty wedding. <laughs> It is the official drink of Battle by the Bay, Big Fork three on three basketball. But yep, yep, yep. All right, my second one is called the Mister Three Hundred Five. After Pitbull himself, and all of these drinks are drinks that he endorses. So you're gonna take a shot of Espanita tequila, okay, chased with a Bud Light. Okay. Then you're gonna take a shot of Voli vodka. Chased mm-hmm. with Dr. Pepper. Then you're going to take a shot of Fireball while you sing along to the song. Fireball. So there you go. Mr. He endorses all of those drinks? Uh, not Fireball. I, I just threw that one in there because he has a song called Fireball. But yes. He, you think uh, there'd be some kind of conflict of interest with all these alcohols and drinks. <laughs> you would think. You would think. But apparently he's the ambassador, newly the ambassador for Espanita Tequila. So. Obviously, I love this. Mm. Anytime you can work in Pitbull into the mix, mm-hmm. I'm very happy about it. Uh, one I always sort of thought of, it just made me think of, I don't think that The Rock is tied to anything else, but I know he has a tequila. Mm. True. We, yeah. could get, so, we could definitely uh, get a Rock drink mix. A lot yeah, of celebrities could sure. get their own. LeBron's yeah, got a easily. tequila, right? Yeah. Los Lobos mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah, Los Dos Lobos. Lobos. Dos Lobos. That Dos, sounds right. Dos Lobos? Okay. Probably Dos Lobos. All right. All right. What do you got? I'm going to go over my next one is, it's called either, so I'm going to need you to help me name it, mm-hmm. it's either Deliverance or Kissing Cousins. Oh, good, okay. Yeah. So it's two parts Southern Comfort, okay. which is like a whiskey kind of uh, fruity mix of like, it's a drink, kind of has some like vibe or uh, hints of fruit to it. SoCo in my canteen. Yep. Uh, one part Jack Daniels, Jack Daniel, excuse me, <laughs> Jack Daniels, no, Jack, <laughs> Jack Daniels, Daniels now. Yeah. Yeah. And then with a moonshine float. So it's a bunch of southern drinks. What's yeah, a, does that make sense? What's a float? So it just like goes on top. So like after you pour it like lightly so it like sits on top. So the moonshine is just sitting on top there. So you are mixing these. These are not you're not taking Th- in a row. This one this one is a mix. Got it. Okay. And it is called the You could do them as shots if you'd like to. Yeah. And then after you do that, you have to take a big old chew of Red Man. <laughs> so you got to put a bunch of tobacco leaves in your lip. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Deliverance. I like Deliverance. Okay. We're okay. stick good. with that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm in on that as well. Uh, I've, I've only chewed like twice in my life. Once was with, with Lat Whiplinger in the garage of the soccer girl's house. So shouts Lat. Right. The, <laughs> the man from Roberts, Montana. Who once, on record, blacked out 12 entire days of his life, does not remember a single moment of the 12 days. <laughs> a legend we can only aspire to. Mm-hmm. I think he's a listener. <laughs> no, he's not. All right, my last one is called The Rocket Power. Oh, this is good. I'm excited. This one, you're going to start off with a beer from Kona Brewing, maybe a, maybe mm-hmm. a longboard lager, perhaps. Okay. 
Okay. You're going to take a shot of Tito's okay. in Uncle honor Tito. of Uncle Tito. And then you're going to have some Reggie. Or you're going to smoke a joint full of shitty weed in honor of Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> that is the rocket power. Uh, the, the name alone, it just lends itself to a great time. Didn't matter what it was. <laughs> no. You think somebody's done that before? I bet they had. Probably. I was trying to think of ones like... There's Sam, who you could go with, like, a Sam Adams or something. Nah, that doesn't really work. Or how do you go Otto and Twister? There was, like, mm-hmm. a tequila brand called Otto, but, like, you never heard of it, so. Go we do have some listeners down in Austin, Texas, and that's where Tito's is from, so maybe they'll, they'll, maybe they'll give the uh, Rocket Power a shot. I did see in my research that Tito's is, like, the most popular vodka in America, I think, so. Yep, yep. So there you go, Rocket Power. What else you got? All right, this is my final one. It's called, no, Clear Fear. Oh, my. Sounds scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is another one where your buddy's buying you a drink. Uh, so, in front of you is placed shots of Seagram's Gin, Smirnoff, Jose Cuervo Silver, Rumplemints, and Water. <laughs> okay. The bartender mixes up the shots, and you have to keep going until you hit the shot of water, no matter where it is. You can go in any order you want. Your friend who bought must drink the rest. Mm. If you get the water on the first try, that last that water shot is filled with Jose Cuervo, and your friend has to do all five. Ah, okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. So wait, the guy who bought it, though, feels like he's at a disadvantage. He's going to get screwed regardless. Why would you huh? buy somebody that? For fun. <laughs> I feel like, okay, I... I, I think there may be some tweaking on the logistics, but obviously I think so too. it's a phenomenal yeah, yeah. idea. Uh, it's it's a Russian roulette, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of the opposite. There's four bad and one good kind of thing, right? So Russian you, roulette probably is something with like five shots of vodka and a shot of water. Or five shots of water and a shot of vodka. That would be Russian roulette. That makes more sense. Right. Yours is like a reverse Russian roulette, mm-hmm. which is not as good of a name as Clear Fear. Is that you take Clear Fear? Clear fear, because it's all the different clear out calls. Okay. Uh, so which one of these are we doing next time we see each other? All of them? In a row? I feel like I want to do Pirates of the Caribbean so the bartender will spit Coral Bay in your face. Okay. I like that. <laughs> and I uh, just have to make sure that uh, I'm not going back to work for three weeks if I do the uh, rocket power. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, listeners, let us know which of the uh, six that we pitched to you are is your favorite. And then, or if you have another idea for one, yeah, definitely I'm happy to happy to bring somebody's good ideas to the pod. We love those. If you angles, truly think that you're smarter than us? I doubt that it. You could think of another drink. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Coin, which rolls us into what we've been working wow. on for the past week—an exciting project for the Rookie Show Enterprises. Rookie Show Enterprises is a good name. I like that. We. I was gonna go like a acronym, but then I. Lost myself midway through. R-S-E. 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 It's not bad. Um, this is tying in two things of that we have an affinity for. Sports, because the big tournament's coming up. The best uh, month in sports. The best event best in, sports. in sports. And this time Probably. it's all in the same location. Indiana, just a bunch Other of Other than October. Octo- oh, well, I just mean event. Let's go yeah, with no, no, I, I, I understand. Yeah. I totally get it. March Madness, uh, uh, Final Four. A month that we were deprived of last year. It's been two years. Last time we saw the Final Four, I was having a great time at Riley Kurtz's wedding, and you were not. So, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we're going to combine that with something that's near and dear to our hearts is ranking beers and deciding which beers are best and drinking beers. We'd like to do right. all this. But things. not just that, right? Well, not just it's beers. Not- Correct. It is. We would like to determine springtime is coming. We talked about the weather's turning and people oftentimes talk about what's the best summer drink. Maybe what's the best winter drink. I don't know if the best spring drink gets a lot of love coin. That's absolutely right, Noel. It's it's not it's not, you know, we're out drinking beers on a boat or a raft like it's the summer. It's you know, things are finally starting to turn nice and maybe you get to drink outside every once in a while. Like what are you choosing right. to be your occasional outside drink? It's like the pre summer drink almost. It's like things are turning around. Transitional it's not drink. Transitional drink. That sounds like that could go a different direction. But Okay. Right, 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 right. Anyway, the objective here is to narrow it down. So we've actually come up with 50 drinks that we feel like are worthy of mentioning, at least. On this podcast, we are paring it down to 32. I believe we are at 51. Oh, maybe we're at 51. We're at roughly 50. No one's going to count. Okay. Um, Okay. We're going to get it down to 32 here on this podcast. And Mm -hmm. then, Coin, you and I are going to taste test all of them in a bracket-style matchup. We're going to drink half a beer at a time, back to back, Mm -hmm. pick a winner, and that winner moves on, and we're going to crown a champion at the end of the bracket. Correct. So we're really excited about this. Uh, We're figuring out the logistics. We're probably going to do this in about a week and a half from when you listen to this on maybe the weekend, the first weekend of the tournament. We're going to try to live stream this sucker. Instagram live, Try to live stream. Instagram live. Might try... Try to figure out how maybe we can record. Maybe we set up, we could set up a YouTube channel even. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things we could do. A lot of things. But I think that the live stream on Instagram live is probably where we're going to go. So we'll, we'll announce that before we do it. And then you guys want to jump in, you know, toss comments our way when we're doing it. There you go. go. You can watch us drink. We're planning on drinking eight beers in two hours. So we should have a nice little buzz going. Yeah. So on today's pod, I'd like to explain the regions here, and we're just going to explain which which beers we're knocking out immediately. And there's going to be a lot of people that are complaining that their favorite beer weren't wasn't in the bracket. Fair. Um, and sorry, I did say beers, but it is including White Claws, it is including seltzers and ciders and teas. We'll get to that. So this is drinks all-encompassing. The best spring drink is the key here. So yep. before we get to the regions, let's throw out some ideas for what we're naming this thing. Okay. I've got four. All right, not me. including the one I said earlier that I forgot already. I already remember that one, Armo. So what do you got? What's first? First idea. Uh, fun in the sun, tourney. The fits, fits tourney. Oh, okay. I was gonna say the fun in the sun tourney kind of sucks, but the fits tourney is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fun in the sun. Uh, the one you thought of earlier, spring drank. Spring drank. Pretty good. Not bad. We'll consider mm-hmm. that one. Uh, my first option is the final pour not bad at all yeah. final pour is not is terrible okay what else you got i got uh the beer me bracket beer me bracket yes yep. solid as well mm-hmm. my second option is is a is a stretch crack itology grab a beer oh, and crack okay. itology some joe brunati <laughs> oh um, yeah, yeah. Sick. that guy's weird uh, as hell yeah, he's super weird. <laughs> yeah, he's like, but he that me guy of also hedgehog, created man. his own genre of work, and I respect the shit out of it. Yeah, that's true. Bracketology, he just that's his full time job. It's absurd. Cracketology is not bad. Okay. That's this is what we would call this part of it for sure. Right. Okay. What else you got? I've got the Friends and Brews tournament, the Fab Fab tournament. Friends and Brews. 
Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, the acronyms I like. I'm really into that. Yeah, that's where I live. Okay, my acronym guy. My last option, which I like. You've heard of Thirsty Thursday, but what about mm-hmm. Parched Madness? <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> It is. You like parts mass. Yeah, I do a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. You got uh, yeah. <laughs> That's really good. My last one, I, it's not going to top that, but uh, it's it's a acronym. So it's Drink Ranking Undeniably Nuanced Championship. <laughs> that's drunk, spelled out, with a C at the drunk end. Drunk with a C is really good. Yeah. I feel like that should be the, like, uh, the NIT version of what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, they didn't this is make where it. Miller We're Light sending them the to the drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I am partial. I mean, parched madness is incredible. I feel like it's parched madness. Okay. Yeah. All right. As of now, we are calling this parched madness. Oh, amazing! Fantastic. <laughs> thank thank you. I appreciate it. That was the one I felt best. That's obviously why I saved it for last. So yeah. Okay. So we've got four regions here. We've got the domestic beer region. We've got the foreign beer region. We've okay. got the classic seltzer region. Actually, mm-hmm. I think that's now just becoming the seltzer region. Seltzer region. And then we've got the fruity miscellaneous drink region, which consists mm-hmm. of some random thing. So here we go. In the domestic beers, here's the contestants here. Our lights that we selected with our own personal bias are going to be PBR, Bush Light, Coors Light, and Bud Light. Yep. So the ones that we left out here are Michelob Ultra... Miller Light, Hams, Keystone, and Natty Light. Any comments and, on the leave? Oh, did we leave? Uh, wait, wait. There's a yes, not a sorry. very there's a very thin. I was line on the wrong between, list. That's my bad. Yeah, light beers and quote unquote non light beers. So uh, I have a lot of friends who are very big Miller Light fans. Personally, I just think it's the worst beer. I think it just tastes bad. It's not good. Yeah. Which is I think a big problem with the beer. Yep. Um. So that's why it's not making this ranking. The thing about light beer is I think I've heard someone say that every one of these eight or nine beers is disgusting. Like I've heard someone say, how can you drink Bud Light? How can you drink PBR? So it's it really is just crapshoot. And we just picked our four that we would, you know we would go to. This is what we like. This, this is, is what I'm reaching for. Exactly. All right. For the non-light beers, quote unquote, even though they're mm-hmm. relatively light, we're going to go with Yang Lang is in there. Mm-hmm. Which we're gonna have your brother Matt Coin ship to us because we're big Ling Ling fans. Shouts Mac, what a legend for this! <laughs> gonna mail us Yinglings from West Virginia. It's gonna be epic. We're gonna get Coors Banquet in there. You're a Coors Banquet guy. Yep, yep, yep. And then we got two playing games which we're gonna decide right now, Coin. So who's gonna make the tournament? Blue Moon or Sierra Nevada? So this is tough. This is, this is I think, where the distinction needs to be made to people is like, we're in the springtime. You're thinking, you know, maybe kind of outside, running around. It's like a little bit light. I really feel like, I mean, I love Blue Moon. We've talked about it on the pod. A great airport beer. Yeah, of course. I just really think that with the amber bottle, the green and yellow label kind of feels to me it's bringing in some more light. Mm-hmm. I feel like Sierra Nevada has to get the nod here. Blue Moon feels kind of like a winter beer. It's yep. it's a nice, it'd be a nice ski beer as well at the lodge. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. I think I'm in with you. And and we do have to make the distinction. Obviously, these two are a little bit more flavorful than your typical beers that we've got on this list. So they have a bit of an advantage. Right. Um, 
I think you and I would probably pick out a Sierra Nevada in general year long over most of these beers just because it's more of a flavorful craft beer. But I agree with you. If you're going spring themed, I say we put Sierra Nevada over Blue Moon. Okay. So it's in. in. And then the last play in game here is we have classic Budweiser, Bud Diesel, as some like to call it, versus the newcomer Bud Light Platinum. So newcomer, do they even make platinums? I don't know if I'm being. I think they do. Uh, It was so big when we were in college with like the group of guys that had the huge beer pong table with Bud Light Platinums. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bud Heavy. I mean, all day. Okay. Yeah. I just want the listeners. There was there was a time in my life I very much enjoyed Bud Light Platinums, and they were pretty good. Uh, It's just one of those one of the ones you know when it gets slightly warm, you're like, oh, this is awful. Right. I really hate this. Yeah, That's and I just would rather have a Bud Diesel in my hand. That's like hams. Hams is like okay if it's cold, and if it gets warm, just yeah. It's yeah. Really I'm a hams fan. I mean, for the price, you're talking about value beers. Four seventy nine for a six pack of hams is a great deal. Beers we left off the list: uh, Bush Original, Bush Heavy. Uh, yep. Then we've got Natty Ice. I just thought it had to Natty be. Natty Ice is so bad. It's so bad. It's so what bad. is like six point eight percent or something. So yeah, it's it's awful. It's so gross. Both of the Miller brand, Genuine Draft and High Life, Champagne of Beers. Um, Miller High Life, Champagne of Beers, tough to leave off. But uh, I just don't, I don't know what beer we're putting it in over. Yeah, know? I think we, our list is pretty solid. You can't really throw anybody else in there. Yeah. Um, the last one that I know we're going to have uh, complaints about, and from one fan in particular, Rainier is being left off the list. A beer that I, I really, I've never really drank it, to be honest. So I, you, you can I get Rainier's pretty frequently okay. at bars, okay. especially here, because it's, it's a Pacific Northwest beer, yeah. you know, Britain, Seattle. Winning Rome. Um, I just think at the end of the day, I want it, want it to be known that PBR is representing both PBR and Rainier. Shouts. Uh, we're going to represent you well, Rainier, with our, with our PBR. Yeah. I, I yeah. predict a long run for PBR here. Me too. All right. Foreign beers, our list is going to be... Stella Artois, we got Artois. Guinness, and w- mm-hmm. I'm just listing the non-Mexican ones here, and we've got Heineken, which is trash, uh, and then we've got five Mexican beers, Corona, Pacifico, Modelo, Dos Equis, and Tecate. Yep. Uh, I could I could throw out the, the actual matchups, but I think we'll just list the beers, and then we'll, we'll, we'll blast and then do the, the matchups bracket. after. Or you want to you say the matchups here today? I just think for this one, Nate, you know what? No, nah, let's not do it. Okay. I feel like it's just taking more time than this. I'm trying to think of any foreign beers we might have left off. Like, is there like what Red Stripe or something like that? Does anyone or, drink uh, Red Stripe? I feel like I've had some Red Stripe. Australians don't. We confirmed no. that. I think it's Jamaican. I think Red. Oh, Red. I was thinking of Foster's. My bad. I was thinking of Foster's. Yeah. Uh, um. I don't know. We, we could be talked into... We've got a couple weeks before we actually do this, or a week and a half. So, listeners, if you feel very, like very strongly... if somebody strongly, feels that strongly, I will gladly... Please reach you know, out. ...be willing to shift. This is why we're better than the tournament committee, because we actually listen to the fans. I know what beers are good. We know what beers are good. If people like what they like, we'll shift. That's right. We, we're more than willing and open. Mm-hmm. In the Seltzer region... Uh, we've decided, or I've decided, we've decided to go with uh, probably four White Claw flavors. I think White Claw deserves yep. half of the bracket. And then the Fair. two other brands we're going to go with are Truly and High Noon. Um, maybe we'll get a High Noon story out of Elvis, one of these pods. We'll see. Um, but we've you heard good things. Do it now? <laughs> I could just do it now. 
<laughs> you want to tell it now? <sighs> yeah, I'll do it now. <laughs> okay. You're in for a treat, listeners. Listen up. All right. Uh, so this was... I don't know if John's a listener. I hope he is. I really would. I hope he is it because I would like to break it to him in person. Really great guy. Awesome guy. Anyways, so me and my roommate Joe go up to Seattle a couple of years ago. Um, go to a baseball game, Cardinals Mariners. Cardinals have this awesome comeback in the ninth inning. Uh, we go back to our buddy John's house. He works with this liquor distributor, and I'd never even heard of High Noons. And he has a bunch there at his house. He has those, some other liquors. He's you know just like hey, go grab a High Noon from the fridge. Go have these. Uh, some liquor, and we go to a bar. So I have probably like four or five high noons at the place, and then we go to the bar, have a few more drinks. I'm pretty tuned up, feeling good. Sure. Not like the most blacked out I've ever been. Not, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty coherent when I go to bed even. Yeah. But I'm in a new place, you know, just kind of <laughs> a little disoriented maybe. Uh, fall asleep on the couch next to next to Joe. About four or five in the morning, uh, Joe wakes up, realizes I'm not sleeping by him. And he starts going, Elvis, Elvis, where are you? And he's like, oh, it kind of starts smelling funny. And he's like, oh my God, what is happening right now? Like, it smells like shit. He's like, Elvis. And then from like around the corner and down the stairs, he hears, I'm pooping. <laughs> and he goes and looks. And it's just me, shirt off. Pants down around my ankles, and I am like leaned up against the stair, pooping. <laughs> Just pooped on the stairs in this house. Oh no! And then he starts. He looks at me and he goes, "Oh, stop right now!" And so I like look back and I look at him and I stand up. And then I look down, and then all of a sudden, it all comes to me like at once. I come completely out of, I don't know if I was like sleep pooping, sleepwalking, what was going on. <laughs> I look down, and I look up at him, and I just said, oh, no. <laughs> what happened? Unbelievable. Like, all right, stop. Just be quiet. He's like, you go get paper towels and stuff. Clean this up. Joe, like a savior at 5 in the morning, still pretty drunk, rides a lime scooter all the way to this CVS down the street, gets a bunch of like pet cleaning supplies and we scrub this spot on the stairs for the next hour. And uh, nobody is any the wiser to this day, I guess, that, uh, yeah, not my finest moment. Certainly had never happened before. Sleep. Hasn't happened since. Little lapse of uh, character there. How many people do Pooped you think stairs? have come out of a blackout while sleep pooping before? It can't be a lot. I would say it. It's got to be less than a thousand. <laughs> less than a thousand all time? I just got yeah. somebody opened up the door and went, pooping? That's what <laughs> just said. So there you, you go. Make her listen to, you have to listen, make her yeah, listen to my version. Well, she you stopped listening to the podcast, so she probably won't hear oh, it. But, that's um, mean. Oh, she said she will. All right. So anyway, that's the reason that High Noon's making the list. So congratulations yeah. on that. One of the Shout best noon. drunk stories I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Uh, we'll blaze through these here. The ones we left off, if you're a Seltzer fan. Bon Vive yep. is one that I thought was kind of popular, but you said wasn't on your radar. And then the, like... It's it's fine. The the beer brand ones, Bud Light Seltzer, Corona Seltzer. Now Michelob Ultra has one. Um, they're just not worthy of our list. I don't think so. I mean, I'm never going to reach for them. No. It's pr- pretty much kind of White Claw or Truly or nothing right. for me. Exactly. 
Last region is the T's insiders and miscellaneous. So of course we gotta have Twisted T as the one seed here. Um, Incredible. Region. We got a couple ciders. We're gonna go with Angry Orchard, which was kind of the OG, and then Strongbow mm-hmm. cider, which we've are told is is a popular one these days. Um, yeah, are, it seems to be the most popular cider in the nation. Is what I'm reading. There you go. It's it's got it's on the throne currently. We'll see if something can mm-hmm. knock it off. Um, we're going to go with two options of Bud Light variations. That is Bud Light Lime and Bud Light Orange. I have yet to taste Bud Light Orange, so I am interested in this. Not bad. Not Kimmy, uh, Kimmy, my mom. She'll be buying that. She's has it, it around the house sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go with two lemonade type ones. We're going to go with the OG Mike's Hard. And then the mm-hmm. new newcomer, Natterdays. Pit those Natterdays. against each other. And then Twisted Tea is going to go up against the new, new, newcomer, which is truly has come out with a hard tea, which uh, I really wanted to add to the list, so we could give it a taste. Uh, we left off Limeritas, which R.I.P. to like 2016 when Limeritas were like all the rage. Massive. I That's pretty what, sure I always we went hated to them. Uh, Lake Havasu and there was a Limerita stand in there and they're just giving out Limeritas like no tomorrow. And they had like 19 flavors. There was like strawberryita, yeah, mangarita, Mm-hmm. Enchiladas, uh, which is like the clamato and beer, which I don't hate. I still fuck. I don't fuck with red beers. No, fair enough. Yeah. So that is our thirty-two. So you're gonna have a lot more information coming at you as our listeners from Rookie Show yep. Enterprises. Um, gonna be putting out a full bracket. Yep. Uh, we get some comments. Whatever. Happy to hear people are mad about something. Great. Please do tell it. us. If you get mad enough and get enough people who are also mad, we might change. If you sign a petition of ten to 15,000 people, we may drop <laughs> Natter Days from the list. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not, though. No. Um, so we're excited. Look look yeah. forward to Parched Madness coming your way. Parched Madness. Some some live content. I hope that, uh, you know, if you want to stream in and just watch us drink beer, something that maybe we're the best at. We may be the best. Great at ranking, great at doing a lot of things. Drink a beer. Listen, it's it's gonna be you're gonna be sitting on your couch watching March Madness. There's gonna be games on. It's gonna be a a lull in the middle of the action. It's gonna be second quarter, third quarter. Oh, I guess they do halves. Whatever. Close to halftime, all these games. Just tune us in. Throw us on your coffee table while you got games on. We can react to games together. You can hear how we feel about some of these beers and listen to us get a little tipsy. It'll be a great time. Mm -hmm. Promise. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. More info to come. There you go. Parched madness. <laughs> I was trying to think of something with one shining moment. Was there like a... I That that was also one of the ones I was trying to think of. Yeah. One shining can. All right. What uh, time is it now, coin? It is 10.33. That's right. It's time for a little game of a stump. Inspired by the shitty boy back on his shoulders. Yep. It is time for a round of Stump Town, the game where I try to stump coin with some sports trivia. Trivs. In honor of what we've just been talking about. At the conclusion of the final four each year, the media a media panel selects the most outstanding player. This award is similar to the finals MVP award in the NBA, but the players are judged on their performance in the semifinals as well as the championship. In mm-hmm. general, the most outstanding player is awarded to a player on the team that wins the final four. There are only two exceptions to this rule from the last 40 years. In 1983, a young man by the name of Akeem Olajuwon 
led the University of Houston to the championship game only to lose to Coach Jimmy V, RIP, and the NC State Wolfpack. Very yep. famous uh, championship game there. Despite the loss, Akeem was still named most outstanding player. 30 years later, in 2013, Luke Hancock of the Louisville Cardinals was named Final Four Most Outstanding Player. Stroke and Luke from three. <laughs> but in 2015, Louisville vacated their 2013 national championship due to improper yeah. benefits. As part of a lawsuit settlement, Hancock, who was not involved in the scandal, had his Most Outstanding Player award restored. So, he is... And I'm currently wearing my 2013 National Championship Louisville Cardinals. What are the odds? What are the odds? But, so, I, on a technicality, he is a uh, he won the most outstanding player, but didn't win the title. Um, anyway, we're moving on from that. The question, however, is, did any of these players who won titles in college find similar success in the NBA? Mm. Since the year 2000... Out of the 20 players that won the Final Four Most Outstanding Player, four guys have made All-Star teams, and four guys have won NBA titles. There's only one overlap, so it's seven total guys. One guy, Only one guy has both been an All-Star and I'm won a title. I'm going to bad at this. Maybe. I'm going to give you some hints. Okay. I'm going to give you the year... That they won the final four Mount Standing player and the school they went to. And you also okay. have the knowledge of they were either an all-star or an NBA champion since then. Okay. You gotta tell me their names. I'm gonna go down the list. Okay. I'm saying I really think you can do this. I know it sounds really hard. I'm saying you gotta get six out of seven. Okay. So let's give it a shot. Okay. 2012 out of University of Kentucky. The most outstanding player in the Final Four. Anthony Davis. That is correct. I thought that would be the easiest one. I gave you a warm-up yeah. one. He is the Thank only player that. on this list to have all-star and a, and a ring. Oh. Everyone else has one or the other. 2011, so we're going backwards. 2011, UConn. Kemba. Kemba Walker is correct. Kemba Walker has... Oh, sorry, I should tell you. Anthony Davis has eight all-star appearances. Kemba Walker has four. No titles. So I guess Mello from Cuse has one. Oh, well, wait till I get there. Relax. Okay, sorry. Sorry. 2008, Kansas. Oh, Chalmers has a title. Mario yeah. Chalmers, your boy. My guy. I love Mario Heat. Chalmers. That is correct. Mario Chalmers won twice with the Miami Heat. I keep getting thrown off. I was like... Chalmers didn't make an all-star team. Right, I know. It's already going to pick yeah. one or the other. All right, here's a twofer. 2006 and 2007, two different players for the University of Florida. Al Horford and Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah is correct. Al Horford is not. Oh. Oh, I know who this is. I can see his face. I gotta say, I was shocked that he was either an all-star or a champion. I had no idea he was on this championship. I'll even tell you, he was on the 2011 Mavericks. That's the title I, he won. I'm well aware. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know who it is. I actually know, yeah. It's not Jason Terry, is it? It is not Jason Terry. Uh, okay. I, I didn't decide how many strikes you get. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, let's just leave that one out there. We'll move on. 
Um, I might next, need another hand. I know I can get it because I know this team. Yeah. Next, 2003 Syracuse. Mello. That is correct. That was an easy one. He has made 10 All-Stars, zero rings. Mm-hmm. Lastly, so if you get this, you don't even need the Florida guy. 2001 out of... It's Corey Brewer, right? It is Corey Brewer. That is correct. Yeah. So you've already yeah. won Stumptown. All right, if you want to super get Stumptown, get the last one. 2001 Duke University. Wait, is he still active? No, I don't think so. Okay. Vince Carter went to UNC, right? Yep. I think he was drafted. Can you tell me if it's title or all-star? Title. I believe he made some all-defensive teams, perhaps. Iggy? I think. Where did Iggy go? He didn't go to Duke, did he? No, I think you're right. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He won the same titles as Mario Chalmers. Three and D. Oh, Shane Battier. Shane Battier. Nice. That is correct. Nice. Well done, Coin. You didn't even need the last one to get Stumptown. I, I was wondering between Corey Brewer, Shane Battier, and even Chalmers. Those two were tough. I figured you'd get your boy Chalmers, but it's not an yeah. automatic thought. So nice. That work. was a really good Stumptown. Thank that you. was really fun. I was one. happy about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. That's going to do it for another round of the Rookie Show. I think we're under an hour, right? Easily, yeah. We had some technical difficulties. It's probably been around 50 minutes. I think we're like 55, but I think we're good. Okay. Okay. Well done. You can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Instagram. Do so, because we're going to be streaming. Please do. Yeah. Some live streaming coming out. I'll I'll try to push it this week on both uh, my Instagram and uh, whenever you get me the bracket, I'll get that out. Yep. And we'll do Twitter um, too, Rick Showpot on Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Follow me at uh, Decream Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Nolan Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Chumbawamba. Mm. <laughs> you can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and that's, I guess, gonna do it for us. That'll do it. Who's gonna play us? Play out? us out. Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. It has to be. Of course it has to be. Has to be. Hell yes. All right. All right. See you later. Peace.